Hey guys, what's up and welcome to the first ever episode of the All or Something podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Elise, and if you don't know who I am, I am a certified personal trainer and an online coach, and I've been working in the fitness industry for, let's see, it'll be six years in January. And yeah, that's a little introduction. Um, I run a business called The Soul Method, where my mission is to help others build strength and confidence under the barbell using a mind-body-soul approach. And kind of the basis of what I am hoping to achieve as a trainer, as a coach, and through this podcast is to reframe some of the mainstream narratives around fitness and health and wellness because I think that the way that we've been looking at it or the way that it's been presented to us hasn't been the most helpful at best and has been incredibly harmful at worst. And after working in the fitness industry for this amount of time and the years before that when I was just an avid consumer of the fitness industry, I've seen a massive shift in the way that I view food and movement and my body and how beneficial it was when I was able to break out of the kind of hustle culture, gym bro mentality. I was introduced to lifting through some of the OG fitness influencers on YouTube kind of back in the day when Gymshark was everywhere and it seemed like everybody was a bodybuilding competitor. So that was kind of my introduction into fitness and it's it was just a really a really strong culture, I will say. I was fully in the grind every day, no days off. You just need to want it bad enough kind of mentality. And now somehow, almost 10 years later, I find myself on the complete opposite side of things. I now embrace an anti-diet approach and uh, focus on body acceptance and finding joy in the way that we care for ourselves. So all that being said, welcome to the show. Today's episode is going to be a little bit more behind the purpose of the podcast, what I'm hoping to achieve, kind of my vision and some topics that I'm hoping to cover in the future. So let's get into it. I really see this podcast as just being an extension of my business and my brand. And I am really excited to create a space where we can have conversations about all things health, fitness and wellness, but hopefully in a little bit of a different way than what we're used to. I feel like the best place to start is with the name because this is kind of what sets the tone for a podcast, um, you could say. And this podcast is called the All or Something Podcast. And I chose this after a couple of months of brainstorming and coming up pretty empty. But I found myself circling back to all or something as a play on or a pushback against this all or nothing way of thinking that I've seen hold so many of us back. And all or nothing thinking is a cognitive distortion. It's not super helpful and it's not super logical or rational. It puts things on a binary. So everything is either good or it's bad. You're either right or you're wrong. You're either a success or you're a total failure. Everything is just black or white. There's no room for the in-betweens, for the gray areas, or for any nuance or flexibility. 
This, I find, is very prevalent, especially in the fitness and health industry. This is just feeding into an idea that if I can't do something 100% perfectly, that it's not worth doing at all. And when we narrow down health and fitness to this little tiny view, point of view, we're selling ourselves short, we're leaving a lot on the table, and we end up oftentimes self-sabotaging. Some examples of what this all or nothing thinking might look like, if you have like an overall pretty good day at work, but you made one mistake and it didn't go as planned. And at the end of the day, when you're reflecting, you go, oh man, this day was terrible. I am a horrible employee. I'm horrible at my job. I don't know what I'm doing. I made that mistake. I must be a failure. Or say you um, are trying to be more cognizant of how you're feeling yourself and you end up um, putting yourself on what might be a restrictive diet. And the second that you stray from the plan, all of a sudden you have this instinct to either compensate by over-restricting even more or by giving in and fully overindulging because screw it, whatever, I messed up, it's all for nothing, what a waste. You might feel like you're always either on track or off track. Spoiler alert, there is no track. We are humans and not trains. But I know so many of us feel, I guess, kind of view our lives as such. I hear all the time, oh, I just need to get back on the wagon. I really fell off. I need to get back on track. You might beat yourself up for mistakes and hold yourself to a really high standard. You might have a really rampant fear of failure that holds you back from trying new things because when we get stuck in this way of thinking, oftentimes it becomes really easy to tie our self-worth to our mistakes or all the things that we don't get quote unquote right. So instead of being able to just move forward from the mistakes that we will inevitably make, uh, we tend to think that is a measure of our self-worth or attribute our failure, quote unquote failure, to us not being good enough as a person. This feeling of, oh, I did bad, so I must be bad. You might have that no days off kind of mentality when it comes to the gym. You might use food or exercise as punishments. You might be too attached to your fitness tracker. A couple of really popular examples of this type of thinking that come to mind are the 75 hard challenge, which is meant to be kind of a discipline mental toughness challenge, but it involves quite a laundry list of different habits that you're meant to perform every single day. And if you miss one one of those habits, just one day, you are meant to go back to the beginning and start over on that 75 days of this challenge. And you're only successful when you can make it through the entire 75 days without slipping up. Other popular examples include any type of lose X amount of pounds in X amount of days or um, fad diets or over-restrictive diets. I just think it's so interesting how we feel like we need to do a million things instead of focusing on just a handful of health promoting behaviors and running with it. It's this overall feeling that in order to be healthy, you need to optimize every single moment of every single day. Not only is this not how health and fitness works, um, it also is just incredibly unrealistic for most people. Again, there's just no room for flexibility. It ends up driving us to feelings of shame and guilt when we make mistakes. 
It can contribute to things like depression, anxiety, eating disorders. It can lower our self-efficacy and self-confidence. And this is putting us in a really stressful mindset. It can be hard when we're in this state to make the best decisions for ourselves or to take small actions of self-care. When it's either I need to do all of these health promoting habits or I will do none of them, we hold ourselves back from being able to progress and move forward. A lot of the times we need to do so much less than we expect to reap the benefits of things like properly nourishing ourselves or getting in regular intentional movement. So instead of this all or nothing approach that can lead us to all of these feelings that overall really take a toll on our well-being, I believe in an all or something approach because something is usually better than nothing. And I think that the magic is in all of the little somethings, in the gray areas, in the in-betweens, and in the nuance. We're all so, so different. And what health and wellness looks like for one person might be very, very different than what it looks like for another. I like to tell my clients that eventually enough change will turn into dollars. Taking an all or something approach gives us freedom to create habits and routines that truly enhance our lives, which is the whole entire purpose of any of this, right? We all just want to feel better and live well. Ideally, we are able to take rest days when we need them. We're able to listen to our bodies. We're able to take vacations and not think about fitness or go out to eat and fully enjoy the experience and have the space to listen to our bodies and take things like our mental health into account. There is so much more to wellness than just physical fitness. I think that there is such a huge emphasis on the physical fitness aspect that it's easy to forget, but wellness is a big concept and physical fitness is just one tiny sliver of the so-called wellness wheel. We'll get into more of that in a future episode, but right now I just want to emphasize that um, prioritizing our physical fitness at the expense of our other areas of wellness is oftentimes doing us so much more harm than good. We discussed a couple of examples of this all or nothing way of thinking, and I really focused on how it pertains to especially fitness since that is what I do, but this can be present in other areas of life as well. And if you feel like this way of thinking is really severely impacting your life, um, I definitely would urge you to seek professional help. This topic is so important to me and I feel so passionate about it because I have had so much personal experience with feeling this way of everything being black or white and just chasing a goal that kept feeling so far away because I was stuck in a cycle of going too hard and then burning myself out and then doing absolutely nothing to care for myself until I got so sick of that that I would come out swinging again with all the motivation in the world that lasted approximately two seconds. And when I allowed myself the space to change my mind or to readjust or to adapt or to pivot and I built a strong foundation off of small actions that I actually started feeling so much better, it has really done what it what I intended to do which was enhance my life support my lifestyle and try to just do a little bit better every day 
yeah, I don't know. If you get anything from this episode, I hope it's that your fitness and wellness habits and routines should 100% enhance your life and give you freedom instead of suffocating you. Doing more is not always better. We can go so much further for so much longer if we take those baby steps and make realistic and meaningful goals instead of chasing extreme overnight transformations. And that's kind of what I don't know. That's yeah, that's what I'm all about. I really have enjoyed my role as a trainer and as a coach in helping other people, I guess, reframe their ideas of health and fitness and realizing that your routines and habits should fit into your life. You shouldn't have to change or shrink to fit into your routines and habits. There is no one size fits all. So um, it does take a little bit of work to figure out what it will look like for you. But it's a journey that I think is very much worth embarking on. And I want to leave you with a couple of tips to employ this all or something strategy into your day to day. Number one, we want to really just approach this with a lot of patience and kindness towards ourselves. This is not always easy, but in reframing our mistakes, instead of really internalizing that and tying our self-worth to what we do well or what we don't do well, we can zoom out. Um, This all or nothing way of thinking kind of puts blinders on us where we really emphasize the negatives and it can be really discouraging and often leads to burnout. Instead of being hung up on all of the mistakes, I think it's important to acknowledge them, but also acknowledge what went well. So maybe X didn't go the way that you planned, but what did? What went well? What did you get out of the experience? We're looking for the silver linings, the gray areas, the little somethings. Next, I have two two little strategies that I use quite often. One is, what is the next best thing? This is so powerful. What is the next best thing? If you can't stick with X, what can you do that will still take you a step in the right direction? And lastly, when I'm having those days where I do not want to go work out, but I've committed to it, I challenge myself to just go for 10 minutes, just do one exercise. And if it's still, you know, by the end of it, not serving me, and I feel like there's something else I could be using that time for to better support myself, then I let myself leave. I let myself go home. But most of the time, once I do that one movement or, you know, get started and do the first 10, 15 minutes, I realize that I am feeling better or maybe I'm not feeling that much better, but it's just not that bad. And I know that I can hang in there and the benefits will outweigh the un- the discomfort that I'm feeling right now. But allowing myself the freedom to quit if I want to has helped so much in just the the initial getting there. I know that I don't have to commit to a whole hour in the gym if it's not feeling right for me, but at least I'm sticking with that habit of showing up and um, building some of that discipline. That's where the name of the podcast came from. It's clearly something that I feel so strongly about. Um, So I'm sure this will come up again and again in the future. But uh, to wrap up this episode, I wanted to talk about some of the topics that I'm hoping to cover in the future. So you have an idea of what you can expect. 
the other day I put a poll on my Instagram and I asked the people what they wanted to hear about and I got some really good responses. So I have a little list here. It's not everything, just a couple of the submissions and some of my own ideas. And I figured I would just share them with you. I have topics like how to stay motivated, how to build your routine, touching on mental health, body acceptance, injury prevention when training, how to structure your workouts, getting comfortable in the gym, building confidence, how to balance your off days, discussing diet culture, um, gym tools and accessories, and things that I wish I knew about wellness when I started. If any of these sound interesting, I would be so honored if you stuck around for our future conversations. And um, yeah, the next episode, I think I have a couple coming out about the history of diet culture and tackling gym anxiety. And there will be new episodes every other Thursday. They go live at 10 a.m. PST, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're interested in more of me and my work, you can find me on Instagram at the soul method, soul spelled S-E-O-U-L, like the city. And I'm going to go ahead and leave some, some links in my show notes of more places you can find me. I have an email list. I have a monthly training subscription. And I think that's about it for now. Thank you so much for listening to this first ever episode. I am super excited about where this is going to go. And I am planning on some really fun episodes and guests in the future. So I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are. And I'll talk to you next time.